Chapter 6 Two weeks had passed since the nightmare called Valentine's Day, another reason to hate the informal holiday. A day designed to help people celebrate love should never have been created. It only caused trouble. At least it had for Yiko. Maybe it had been the amorous concept of the day that had caused him to finally give in to his feelings for Sina and kiss her. If Uncle Edom hadn't had a heart attack, he would have never regretted tasting the sweetness of her lips, finally holding her body flush against his and luxuriating in her perfect curves. And then it had all come crashing down as his worst nightmare came to fruition. He'd lost favor with the one man he respected most. At the same time, he'd hurt the woman he loved. The two-week trip to Kamasi to design jewelry for the Asantehene and his family had come at the perfect time. Although Sina had every right to hate him, she didn't. That's how big her heart was, even after he'd crushed it. At least Aunt Gladys was speaking to him. His second mother had reassured him that with time, everything would resolve. She gave more detailed updates about her husband's progress than Sina did, and had even invited him to visit when he returned to Accra after doing such a big job for the king of the kingdom of Ashanti. Now he was back in the capital city. He could either continue to weasel his way out of seeing Uncle Edom with legitimate excuses of his mentor hating his guts, or man up and make the trip to the house that held so many life-infusing memories for him. Aunt Gladys ordering him to come over when he'd called that morning lightened his steps as he got into his car. Her support meant a lot. Sina would be at school. Yiko doubted he'd be able to handle seeing the tears he'd witnessed when he'd dismissed her words of love. He'd been working on survival mode that night and had hurt her to the point where he'd felt the tremors of it. Had she understood why his relationship with her father was so important? The hollowness in his chest at having lost her had him questioning it himself. Since the main and side gates were both locked from the inside, he had to ring the bell like the stranger he'd become. He was prepared for whatever punishment Uncle Edom would dole out, just as long as he wasn't banished from the one place he'd ever considered home. Aunt Gladys opened the gate, her arms spread wide. My son... Words stuck in his throat as he let himself be held. He cleared his throat and backed out of her embrace. She led him into the house. He's in the living room. Instead of joining them, she headed to the kitchen. Uncle Edom had lost weight since he'd last seen him. Not an excessive amount, but enough in his cheeks to give him more of a sculpted appearance. They've restricted my palm oil intake he sighed as he opened his eyes and readjusted himself on the couch so he sat up straighter. I don't mind cutting back on eggs and meat as I do the palm oil. Yiko held back a chuckle, recalling how he'd always had to scoop off the top layer of palm oil from his own bowls of soup before he could eat it. The limitation wasn't a bad thing. Have a seat. As he sat perched on the edge of the couch, nerves robbed him of sensation in his hands. Good afternoon, Uncle Edom. He gathered his strength in a breath. I'm in love with Sina. I'm sorry about how you discovered us and the consequences it evoked with your health. 
Please believe that it was the first time I have ever touched her. The older man's expression remained unchanged, the same one he'd presented when Yiko had come with less than stellar grades from school. As the closest I've ever had to a father, I should have come to talk to you about my feelings. But considering the situation, it was complicated. I was afraid of hurting you. He shook his head. Instead, my denial hurt Sina. His expression still hadn't changed. Yiko pushed through his trepidation. He'd waited too long for this moment. With all due respect, I'd like permission to see where this turn in our relationship will lead us. He swallowed hard. If she will have me. Uncle Edom closed his eyes for a moment and then opened them, focused and clear. My daughter has been upset with me ever since that night. Can you imagine? Undergoing a heart attack after finding her in the embrace with a boy I considered my own, she thought I was in the wrong. Yiko's shoulders relaxed at the conversational tone the older man used. And I was. Had he heard correctly? I shouldn't have accused you like I did. I was in a state of shock. For the harshness of my words, I'm sorry. You have grown into a good, hard-working, honest man whom I'm extremely proud of. The older man's piercing gaze lasted long enough to make Yiko shift in his seat. You have permission to date my daughter, he snorted, even though she's as angry with you as she was with me. Yiko's body became as fluid as the gold he worked with and he feared he'd slide off the couch in relief. She hasn't returned my calls and has replied to only one of my texts. You're in deep, son, he smiled. It hadn't even taken ten minutes since he'd walked into the room for forgiveness to be mantled upon his shoulders. Sina talking to her father on his behalf had saved him. It felt right to be back home. I'll make it up to her, he paused. And Uncle Edom? Yes, I'll take good care of her. I know you will. He bobbed his gray-haired head and narrowed his eyes. There's a bullet in my closet with your name on it if you don't. Not sure if his mentor was kidding, he nodded, which I would gladly accept. First, he had to get her to forgive him. A smile crawled onto his face as the perfect plan came to mind. All he need to do was present to her what she'd been harping him about for years. Little did she know that when she'd initially asked for it, he'd created it. He'd give her the gift along with his heart. If she didn't forgive him for his fear and foolishness, then they weren't meant to be together. <laughs>